This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. We saw history unfold here at the Coliseum and really on an unlikely night to see it happen because there was some question as to whether the game would be played because uh, we came out to the ballpark, everything was fine, it was a pretty nice night for baseball, and then looking up at the light standard above Mount Davis in left field and the lights didn't come on. And so as it turned out, and there were a lot of meetings around home plate just before the pitchers went out to warm up, we had a one-hour, 38-minute delay, and the game began with that light standard not really working. There were only about maybe 10% of the lights working up there. Well, you could say that Mike Fires turned out the lights on the Cincinnati Reds tonight because we wound up playing baseball, and we also saw history. Didn't play until 8.45. That's when the first pitch was thrown by Fires. He did it quickly, although he threw over 120 pitches that uh, he wound up with a strikeout of Eugenio Suarez for the last out of the game. He threw the first pitch and the last pitch, and the A's with uh, the sequence. I know, Chris, you're going to talk about this, Chris Townsend. May 7th, May 8th, and May 9th will go down in history of three very special days in different years in the history of this uh, iconic franchise. Two runs, five hits and error for the A's. No runs, no hits and error for the Cincinnati Reds. Fires with a no-hitter for the Astros against the Dodgers, August 21st of uh, 2015. And tonight, for the A's, an interleague play against the Cincinnati Reds on May 7th, 2019. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. A's Clubhouse continues after this. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmer's market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. History made here once again at the Oakland Coliseum by the Oakland Athletics after Mike Fires throws the no-hitter as the A's start this homestand with a 2-0 victory over the Cincinnati Reds. 
Every no-hitter is historic, but there's some interesting facts about this no-hitter. This is the 300th no-hitter in the history of Major League Baseball. That's counting postseason. Yeah, that's an amazing note. We were handed that by Alex Jensen just a while ago, and somebody dug that out, and that is uh, interesting that Fires would do it today. He is the eighth pitcher in baseball history to throw a no-no for multiple teams. Good note there. I mean, it just goes on and on. For well, you, you get to Nolan Ryan throwing seven because <laughs> Fires has two. He's got a long ways to go to reach Ryan. Koufax threw four, I think. And uh, Nolan did it for a couple different teams. Yes, he did. <laughs> so Fires on May 7th, Dal- uh, Catfish Hunter in his perfect game on the 8th, and Dallas Braden, who's right next door to us, also mm-hmm. a perfect game on May 9th. How about that? 7th, 8th, and 9th of May in A's history. The second week, the end of the first week, and the beginning of the second week of May, pretty special times for the A's. You want me to give you another one? What about, what about if, if something were to happen on May 10th this year? I don't think we'll be, we'll be ready we'll for be it. We'll be here, right? We'll, we'll always remember this. Yes, Dick Callahan right. and Mike Fires as right. we celebrate Dick today. How about this? The last time Fires threw a no-no in 2015 was an interleague no-no. There's just been mm-hmm. eight interleague no-nos. Do you know who the pitcher was that day that the, that the Dodgers threw out there against Mike Fires? Uh, Brett Anderson. That was Brett Anderson. Yeah. It's just some fun stuff here. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a night we had. Let's... You, we, you, you've uh, woven it all together, Mr. Townsend. So let's uh, go over some of the highlights. And I think one of the things that started in this game, and we've, we've been seeing it lately, it's Jerks and Profar starting to heat up with the bat. Now here's the 1-1 pitch with Piscotti at first. And Profar lines went down the right field line, a base hit in the corner. Puig over to field the ball. Here's Piscotti to third. They're going to wave him. He's around third. Going to be a play at the plate and the throw and the tag. And he is safe at the plate. Somehow he looted the tag of Barnhart. A bang-bang play at the plate. Profar is at second base. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. So that's just good to see as... The offensive struggles, we're going with the defensive struggles. We're not seeing that. He's starting to make the plays, and his bat is starting to get warm. Yeah, and like Ray said, when you gain a little confidence in one area, maybe it carries over to the other. And He's starting to play better. He made you know, an, an incredible catch that I'm sure you're going to play later, but uh, I think that can really buoy your confidence when you start to feel better about yourself defensively. It might take a little pressure off. And, you know, Chris, he might become a better player because of all this. Because he, he fell down pretty low. I mean, struggling offensively, defensively, and people talking about all the, the throwing issues he's had. So to fight through it, and maybe he'll come out on the better, uh, a better player on the other end. So this is a play we don't have the highlight, but it is very important in this game. As the A's were shifting on Winker, and there's a ball hit up the middle. Matt Chapman would get a bad hop as he's going up the middle. It was a very tough play. We do have it. Listen to this play because Jim Young, the official scorer, this was a very tough call in the fourth inning. One-two pitch bounce up the middle to his left. Goes Chapman off his glove. Trickles into center, and the inning will continue. And Winkler's aboard at first base. But there are also some specific benefits. So... This play right now in the fourth inning maybe doesn't seem like a big deal. Well, it ends up being a very big deal, and I'm sure Matt Chapman will take the air to preserve the no-no, but that could have gone either way. Well, I don't think you can say it was a bad call. 
Now, we haven't talked to Jim whether he was adhering to that old thing about the first hit has to be clean. Uh, and I mentioned on the air the, the little pop fly that uh, Sandy Leone of the Red Sox hit last year in the Manaya no-hitter. Remember that Simeon went out in a short left center, tried to make an over-the-shoulder catch, couldn't make the play. Uh, that was one of those 50-50 calls. But at that point in the game, I think it was the right call that it was ruled an error, and, and not too many people really disputed that last year. And then here's Profar's defense in the sixth. Here's the pitch by Fires, and it's a swing and a pop-up. Short right, a long run. Profar going out, still going out, has a play, diving, and he corrals it and wow. makes a sensational catch. Down the right field line, Piscotti wasn't going to get there. Olsen going out from first, and Jurex and Profar made the best catch he's made as an athletic. Full out racing. He was the only one who could catch it and then diving at the last second, still in fair territory, skidding on the turf and holds on for out number two. A little bit of a snow cone and the ground didn't cause a fumble. That's a great, great play. He's made some great ones to his left diving, mm -hmm. but line drives, but nothing close to that one. If something happens tonight, hang a star on that one. Whoa, boy. <laughs> In honor of Jerry That's Coleman. That's right. Yes, the great Jerry Coleman, the Hall of Famer. Uh, I grew up listening to Jerry Coleman. Great call right there. But then after that, how about this catch with Laser Ramon? Joey Votto's 0 for 2, and the pitch to Votto is a five ball left center. Lariano going back, still going back at the track, at the wall, leaping at the wall, <laughs> and he pulls oh, it wow. back. Do you believe that? <laughs> back to back, unbelievable plays. You'll never see two better plays in sequence than that. Lariano racing toward left center, just to the right of the 388 mark, and full extension, as high as he could go, backhands the ball over the wall and brings it back, what would have been a sure home run. Preserving the no-hitter through six innings for Mike Fires. Unbelievable. We go to the bottom of the six. A is one, Reds nothing. Ken, the kid's amazing. Yeah, he really is. I mean, you could give him the gold glove right now, I think, right? <laughs> I, I, it's it, the, the leaping catches and the throws. It's not just the catches or the throws. It's both of them. And think about, it's not like he's Ken Griffey Jr. He's about 5'10". Right. And, and, and the fact that he's able to get up so high, and right there in left center, the, the My Team streaming app, it wasn't that long ago he robbed another home run in that great double play where he had Hunley backing up. I mean, th th that 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 little part of the outfield wall. Now he's mastered getting that ball. Well, he knows where he is. He does. He has a great instinctive feel for going to the wall and then getting a sense of where he is in relation to the wall, which is key. Then you time your your steps so you know when you get back there exactly where you are, where you can start your leap. And well, he's got a patent on that. And then at the start of the seventh inning, this is where it really gets interesting because, as we know, how they do not want pitchers going through three times and they start looking at pitch counts. The leadoff batter Suarez would walk, and then he'd get a double play ball. Here's the 1-0. Changeup rolled on the right side. Could be two. Backhanded by Profar. Underhands the Simeon for one. Back to Olsen. They turn two. 4-6-3. Profar to his right, his momentum allowed him to make a perfect toss to Simeon, erase Suarez, and Winkler. That's a great call, Vinny, because that's exactly what happened, and that is the best play for a second baseman because it's, it's the momentum. It's right there to make the perfect feed to Simeon to complete the double play. 
the leadoff walk always comes back to haunt you. It didn't haunt him. The next batter would be Puig. He would walk, and then you bring up Dietrich, who has a ton of power. Here's the 0-1. Swung up, popped up. Third base side, Chapman coming in, fair territory on the grass, squeezes it, and it's seven no-hit innings for Mike Fires. Dietrich retired, and no runs, no hits, no errors, a man left. Bottom of the seventh, we stretch at the Coliseum. The A's lead the Reds, one, two, nothing. And you always want another insurance run when you're in a pitcher's duel like this, and Profar gave it to him in the seventh. Chance to catch up with family and friends. Fastball driven to the gap, right center field, hit well, toward the wall, and it's gone! Jerickson Profar with a laser to right center. His third home run as an A, and he gives Oakland a cushion, now leading it two to nothing. Profar, who has done it with the bat and the glove tonight, and doing something against a Reds pitching staff that is very difficult and that is hit a home run. Uh, Perla got the pitch to hit a home run. He got the low fastball. Stevenson with good velocity. But Vince, I think a lot of times what a player can do defensively can help him offensively. Great defensive plays tonight, as you mentioned, by Profar. And he hits a big home run to give the A's a little bit of a cushion. So, voice of summer, how are you feeling at this point? Feeling pretty good, you know. I mean, we, we've been down this road before. And I think the thing, that, and Ray mentioned this too, with Fires. You know, forget about the pitch count with a veteran pitcher. Maybe you're a little more concerned with a younger pitcher. And the fact he had thrown 134 and is no hitter against the Dodgers. So he knows how to push through it. You're not even thinking about that at this point, right? The adrenaline is taking over. And the fact that, um, you know, I think he'd been down this road before might have helped him out in dealing with the nerves or whatever uh, pressure he might have been feeling at that point. I mean, and I also think he was judicious with his pitches. Because once the A's got the 2 nothing lead, he could work kind of around people, maybe not necessarily pitch around people, but be a little bit more careful. Because, again, like Ray said, it wasn't like a perfect game. So if you walk someone, it's not the worst thing in the world. And so maybe you're thinking you can get the hitters to swing more at your pitches than you would in a one nothing game or if you had a perfect game in progress. And then in the eighth inning, with Lou Trevino warming up in the bullpen, he would get out of it in the eighth. So Barnhart is bounced out and fly to left. The outfield is straight away. The A's shift the infield. Here's the pitch. And it's swung on. Hit to right field. Hit well, but it's playable. Piscotti is right there about three steps to his left, and he makes the catch. And Fires works an economical 1-2-3 eighth inning. No hit baseball for Fires through eight. And we go to the bottom half, and the A's on top of the Reds, 2-0. All right, you ready for the call? Two outs in the top of the ninth inning. Suarez is one of their most dangerous guys. You ready, Ken? Here is the no-hitter. Two runs, five hits and error athletics. No runs, no hits and error for the Reds. And Suarez, a right-handed hitter. Here's Fires reading Fegley. Now ready. Here's the turn, the kick, and the 2-2 delivery is swung on and missed on a breaking ball in the dirt. And Mike Fires has thrown his second no-hitter. And tonight, on May 7th, he has done it for the Oakland A's. And the A's have blanked the Cincinnati Reds by the final of 2 to nothing. There you go. Another no-hitter in the books for the Athletics. They're eighth in uh, Oakland A's.
Since they moved here in 1968, it's the eighth one for the Oakland A's. And you think of somebody throwing two, man. That's pretty special when you think, you know, it's hard enough to throw one. And how many times do you see a guy go eight innings or eight and two-thirds and it's broken up? And uh, especially for a guy like Fires who had such a tough time on the road. I mean, he's been lights out at home, but, uh, you know, he his ERA had ballooned over seven there at one point, Chris. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, and there's always that the others, the, the accompanying story is defense. And he doesn't do it without that sequence of plays by Profar and Lariano. No doubt about it. And he came into I mean, tonight. Those guys can share in it. So, you know, I've always said a perfect game is really a true team accomplishment. Well, this no-hitter is also truly a team accomplishment. I thought that Chapman made a really good play on the ball that Senzel hit leading off in the eighth inning. Because he had to go to his left, snare the ball, reaching out the last second, snared it full spin through the first right on the money. And, you know, Matt Olson was sure-handed his first game back, every ball that was thrown to him or hit to him. So uh, they did a nice job out there defensively. We were talking about in our booth uh, right across from here when Sinzel hit that to Chapman because I, I really think because – Sinzel's very fast. Yes. For a guy who's 205 pounds, he flies right. down the line, and they barely got him. I think if that's Simeon, that's a base hit. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, because if the ball gets by Chapman, then Simeon is farther away. It's a longer throw. It takes more time for the ball to get there. So, you know, Chapman and all the good third basemen know they can get to every ball. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll take any ball they can get going to their left, and he did. Can I end this with you tonight with this? Yes, sir. Today... Being around the team, I saw no joy. I saw no fun. Yeah. And then when you have a one and eight road trip like they had, in uh, the walk-off jack that they gave up in Pittsburgh, you know everybody's kind of you know they got their daubers down. Tonight, the joy was back, and yeah. maybe is this is the start of because remember last year this team had nothing but joy. They played. They were so much fun. They were like kids playing out mm -hmm. there playing a kids game. And they, they haven't been playing that way this year. Maybe this game, we'll remember this game, got them back on track. In a game in which we were up here thinking, were we going to be able to play or not? Too. I mean, there's, that's one of the things about <laughs> it, right? We're sitting here, you know, waiting until 8.30, and now it's 8.45. And, you know, we were told about, I don't know, 10 minutes after 8 that we'd play at 8.45. But I don't know what you were thinking, but I, I know a lot of the folks were, were kind of wondering, would we even play because of that? you know, that Lysander being out. But uh, as Dave Cavill said, the show must go on. And both teams agreed to play. Let's make that point, you know, clearly that uh, the Reds had to sign off on it. So did the A's, Major League Baseball. And it turned out to be fine because once we got into the game, then the lights slowly came back. And once we were well into the game, uh, we were playing in normal conditions in terms of the lighting out here. And let's give a star to Dave Renetti, VP of Stadium yeah. Bots, to make sure that uh, this thing got going. He played this game because obviously no one wants to play a doubleheader on Thursday. No, not at all. Great stuff today. Thanks, buddy. Another Good historic job. call by Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Josh Fegley, the man who helped Mike Fires get through nine, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show on the A's Radio Network. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday, and in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. 
It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. The constant energy, the tight turns and bustle of the city. Some survive it, others were made to conquer it. The first ever Lexus UX and UX F Sport crossovers are crafted for those who were made for the city. UX, starting at 32,000. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. MSRP excludes delivery, processing, and handling fee of $1,025, which may be subject to change at any time. Excludes taxes, title, license, and optional equipment. Dealer price will vary. This is a story about doers. It's also a story about possibilities and doing good with science, technology, engineering, and math. Just say STEM. Right. That's Dr. Laura Bottomley. She's mentoring a new generation of doers to use STEM to do good. It's learning by doing. Laura's inspiration knows no bounds. And the fact is, students can do remarkable things with STEM and with support from parents, teachers, and businesses like Chevron. All of us, really. This generation may change the world. Chevron, inspiring future doers to use STEM for the good of us all. The future is bright in Oakland and the East Bay. 15,000 local youth baseball and softball players are participating in the Future A's program, presented by Kaiser Permanente. The club's new initiative provides complimentary jerseys and hats to local youth baseball and softball leagues. Teams also receive additional benefits and support, including development clinics, tickets to A's games, and more. Visit athletics.com future for more information. Well, we're back at the Coliseum A's Total Access uh... Ace Clubhouse continuing with Josh Fegley. We'll get to Mike Fires in just a bit, but Josh behind the plate for the no-hitter. What a performance, and what a way for this game to start. A45 waiting for the lights. First, your reaction to the emotion that you had behind the plate catching the no-hitter with Mike Fires. Well, I, I mean, I'm so out of breath right now. Just, you know, I, as a catcher, like, I knew he hadn't given up a hit from the first pitch he threw to the last, so... Um, just kind of tracking that, you could kind of feel the tension building a little bit. It's kind of lights out tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, usually you can say, you know, you kind of steered the ship back there, but I was just along for the ride. I mean, he did, he did everything. What about the first ball, the quick hit of the second inning? Simlake got all of it, and it didn't go out because it stayed in the ballpark, and Ramon was able to catch it. Yeah, that one that one scared me a little bit. And then, uh, then the one Votto hit, and Ramon went over the wall for that one, and... I mean, we made some great plays. Chapman in the hole over there. Profi with the diving catch. I mean, you know, I've, this is my first uh, being a part of a no-hitter, but I've seen some. And there's always big plays behind the guy. And uh, just as a team, we needed that win. And, you know, a good way to win is to not let the other team get any hits, I guess. What did what was working so well? From upstairs, it looked like a great rhythm, and he was really ready to attack from pitch one. His fastball down and away on the corner was there all night long, and anytime I wanted it, he spotted up right there. Um, and then his breaking stuff worked really well off of that, you know, down and away off the plate, that slider away. And then once they kind of started leaning over there, you got some guys on change-ups. Um, I think just his fastball command was on point, and uh, everything stemmed from there. How different was it, though, because you're ready to start the game, and they say, oh, wait a minute, the lights aren't working. We'll start. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Suddenly they tell you about it at 8.15. It's going to be at 8.45. How did everybody handle that? You know, it, not too bad, but I think everyone's going to get tired of starting every game from here on out at 8.45. Um, no, that was interesting. Uh, they came to me and said we're in a delay, and my first question was, is it raining? Like, I, it doesn't rain here, so... Um, that, that was a shock, but we'll, we'll take the result. 
been a great week, Josh. Congratulations and a great job behind the plate tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Josh Fegley joining us. He was behind the plate for Mike Fires, catching the no-hitter. We'll talk with Mike in just a little bit, but in the meantime, more A's Clubhouse as we send it back to Chris Townsend. This is why you show up, because you just never know what you're going to see. Baseball just has crazy moments. It really, really does. And this will go down as one of the crazy moments of 2019. I can guarantee you when you know, Major League, when we're looking at the MLB Network and towards the end of the year and they're going over certain highlights, I mean, you're going to look back and go, my God, the light tower doesn't work. You have this huge delay, and the guy goes out and throws a no-hitter. Are you kidding me? This is the 300th no-hitter in Major League Baseball history. That's counting regular season and postseason. The first no-hitter ever was George Bradley, July 15th, 1876. For the St. Louis Brown Stockings. Unbelievable, the history of this great game. Yes, he got the catcher first, and then he got the man who authored the eighth no-hitter in Oakland A's history. Here's Vince Catronio with Mike Fires. A's clubhouse continues with Mike Fires, 131 pitches and the eighth no-hitter in A's history. Mike, the emotion, especially getting to the final pitch and the final out. Tell me what it was like out there on the hill tonight. I <laughs> mean, Felt great, um, you know. Hopefully those lights helped me. You know, they were a little. Some of them were out, so hopefully it was a little bit darker out there, so the hitters couldn't see. But <laughs> just uh, you know, same old, same old thing. You know, just trusting my guys. You know, trusting my catcher, trusting my defense, and you know, making these guys swing the bat, be the aggressor, and, and just go after them. Josh said that he thought that the fastball down and away was a real go-to pitch among the many things that worked well for you tonight. How did it feel out there? Yeah, you know, um, you know, command's the biggest thing, especially for a pitcher in this game. And, um, you know, that's where I need to get back to, you know, challenging these guys, going right at them, and then expanding late. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much what we did tonight. You know, a lot of these guys were aggressive. And, uh, you know, once we got them, you know, the two strikes, we started expanding. So those two plays in the span of two pitches – the diving play by Profar, and over the wall by Laureano. I mean, you're you're so excited about the first play, you can barely catch your breath for the second one. Take me through the reaction as all that, all that came together. You know, any ball hit out the center, you're, you're thinking, you know, this guy's going to have a play. So, um, you know, he, Votto hit it pretty well. I think he was sitting soft there, uh, got his pitch, and didn't miss it. But he, he didn't miss it. But, um, you know, luckily, um, you know, we're playing here in Oakland, and, you know, Loriano had a little bit of room to go up and make a play. And then, um, obviously, the next pitch, um, you know, Profar laying out and putting his body on the line again for me. And, um, you know, I, I just got to thank these guys, man. Um, you know, I, I play hard for these guys, and they play hard for me, so I love it. A's really needed a win after the road trip, and uh, just to have it happen the way it did tonight, it must be a, looking for a lift, looking for something to grab onto collectively. That, that certainly is a major step in the right direction. Yeah, you know, I told these guys I was going to start picking them up. Um, you know, the way I started this season wasn't ideal for me and not, not ideal for this team. So, I, you know, I told them I was going to go on a run, and, um, you know, it starts with this one. You know, I just got to go out there every fifth day and, and put it on the line for these guys and, and be back to the pitcher I am. And then finally, your second no-hitter in your career. That is very elite company. What does that mean? Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's just a blessing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so just blessed to be in this game and you have the opportunity to play and, and pitch and um, you know things happen in life and um, you know I'm just I'm just grateful I'm here and, and able to play. Well done Mike congratulations. Thank you. Mike Fires joining us as the A's win it tonight by the final of two to nothing 131 pitchers for Mike Fires and the eighth 
no-hitter in Oakland history. More A's Clubhouse. Back to Chris Townsend. Oh, my God. Did this team need this today? Are you kidding me? This was huge. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. 11,974 got to see it. I want your reaction if you were here at the ballpark. What was it like? We know this team needed it. And actually, Deborah on our text line, which is also the same number, 510-897-1322. Deborah said fires needed that, and so did we. And I think she's right. We'll continue to talk about this no-no as the Athletics beat the Cincinnati Reds 2-zip right here on the A's Radio Network. A's fans know there are a lot of reasons to catch a game and even more reasons to score your tickets at StubHub. StubHub has the best selection of 100% MLB verified tickets available, even after first pitch. Set a price alert, check the view, and get into the Oakland Coliseum, all on your phone. So whether it's a night out with the family or a day off with friends, when you need the A's, you need to head to StubHub. StubHub is an official partner of the Oakland Athletics. Golden Road Landing is open and ready for you. Right over the left field wall. This awesome new space is a perfect place to enjoy the game. A cold one and maybe even catch a home run. Plus, with the new green and golden party package, you get access to this space, three drink vouchers, and a free food item starting at $56. That's a ticket, three drinks, and food item for $56. Learn more at athletics.com slash hospitality today. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. What a night for the green and gold. The eighth no-hitter in Oakland A's history. The eighth no-hitter in interleague play. It's the second no-no for Mike Fires, and both of his no-nos have been in interleague play. Man, unbelievable. And, I mean, like I said with Ken, this team last year played. They had so much fun. They played with so much joy. And you, you saw them before today's game. That was not there, but it was there after the game. Everybody hugging and jumping on each other. Is this the game that ignites this team that we all believed was one of the best teams in baseball going into the season after winning 97 games last year? And Mike Fires, you just heard him say, telling guys, hey, listen, I'm about to go on a run here because I don't like the way I've started. And I talked to Mike Fires. I remember at spring training talking to him about being the leader, being the veteran guy, and we're hopefully going to talk with him tomorrow. And, you know, this this is what leaders do. This is what leaders of the staff do. And it was just wonderful to see. The number is 510-897-1322. It was an odd night, but it was a wonderful night. Let's go to Jonathan and Hayward. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Holy Toledo, Ohio, Townie. I, I am in complete shock. I, 
usually only call in when I go to the games, but tonight was just one of those nights. Had to be a part of the excitement uh, with uh, the, the Warriors and Sharks being where they were last night. I needed to pick me up, and this was exactly it. Unbelievable game. Loriano again, a spectacular catch. I thought that ball was gone. And uh, profile coming up. With, with another great defensive play in the same inning, and then the home run as well, just fires with fire in the belly. Go figure it happens after, what was it, an hour and 38-minute delay? Uh, and uh, uh, I, I was thinking to myself, because I got tickets for Friday night, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know if I'd be able to stay at the whole game because of how late Bart would be running, but uh, go figure uh uh, it, it just happens like magic, and I agree. This has got to be the start of something big because uh, uh, you don't have things happen like this for no reason. Hopefully this is the pick-me-up. Hopefully they keep it going. Hopefully the, uh, the rest of this series and the Indian series will be uh, spectacular, and hopefully they, they get it going because I've been worried about that April start other than that last Astros game I called at that I was at that they won, but Hopefully this is the start of something big. Just It shows you how, when you least suspect it, baseball can pick you back up. Uh, and uh, what, what, what an amazing night, huh? No, no <laughs> doubt about it. Thank you for the phone call. You're right. Really tough last night for the Sharks. Really tough last night for the Golden State Warriors. And here you could tune in to 860 or A's cast and listen to a no-hitter, listen to history, and that's, you know, Baseball can pick you up at all different times. And what, what I think we would all like to see is this team get back on track, especially in this homestand. They have struggled on the road this year, just 5-13. and 13, And we're not counting the two games in Japan, but they're 5-13 and 13 on the road. Well, if you're not winning on the road and you go 1-8 on, on a road trip, you got to come home and make hay and do it against the Cincinnati Reds. This is a Cincinnati Red team that just scored – off the top of my head, I think it was 37 runs and 15 home runs in four games against the Giants at their yard. So they come in swinging the bats hot, and obviously defense helped you out big time. But the fact that you win a game like this after what you went through yesterday. Yesterday was a game that was brutal. You took a 1-1 tie game into the 13th inning where you score two runs. You think you got this, going to get on the plane, do that long ride back from Pittsburgh, but no, they walk it off with four, including a three-run shot. That's devastating. That's a devastating loss. That's a kick in the gut. And to follow a kick in the gut with a 2-0 shutout and a no-hitter by Mike Fires, come on. That's wonderful. That's absolutely one. That's exactly what this team. It's what fires needed. It's what the team needed. It's what the fan base needed. It's what everybody needed. Despite that, you know, bottom line, stuff happens at ballparks. Stuff happens at arenas. Crazy stuff goes on. But the fact that they got this game in, even though it was an hour and thirty-eight minute delay, thank God they got it in. Sal. I believe you're in Redwood City. Go ahead, Sal. Oh, oh my goodness gracious, Tony! That was a roller coaster. Uh, I got to the game. They told me it was delayed. I'm like, how? It doesn't rain here. Makes no sense. And then they told me it was going to be an hour. I was like, I'm going to go home. 
But you know what? Someone told me to stay, and uh, it, 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 it was just meant to be, man. It really was. It was such a great game. That's my first no-hitter. Uh, I, I, I can't, I'm speechless. <laughs> can you imagine if you would have left, got home, listened to it on the radio, and then get oh. home on TV and go, I skipped a no-hitter? Dude, I almost left in the sixth inning. And then Profar makes the play, and then Laureano, oh, my God. And then I was like, I have to stay. There's no way I'm going to leave. What? <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. I, I love this. I love this game. I love this team. You know that this is an event you'll never forget in your life. Oh, absolutely, hands down. <laughs> and it's a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a regular Tuesday, but that's why you come to the ballpark because you, you really never know what you're going to see. Appreciate the phone call. I mean, th think about the night in Pittsburgh. Now, obviously, this isn't a night that was that the Pirates were happy about, but, I mean, who would have thought you're going to see a guy like Josh Fegley have eight RBIs in a game? Eight RBIs, the most ever by a catcher in A's history. Just not Oakland A history, that's Philly and KC. I mean, the record for the A's, Oakland A's, is Reggie had 10 in 1969, but eight by a catcher, you just never know what you – there's always going to be good – and sometimes there's going to be bad, but you never know what you're going to see. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We'll continue with your phone calls right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Looking for the most reliable ride on the road? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. It has 795,265 miles. We've had Hondas in our family since 1994. I recommend a Honda to anybody. I've taken it across the country three times. I put it through hell. It's never failed me. I would expect this car to last longer than I'm going to last. So ask yourself, what are you waiting for? See your Northern California Honda dealer now. So your company started doing business internationally, huh? Yeah, yeah, last year. <laughs> Congratulations. How's it going? It's going good, you know, but it's, it's challenging. Oh, how so? Well, there's currency fluctuations, international payment risks. Uh, it's just a lot to keep up with. You want a little advice? <laughs> Always. Well, ask Comerica. The bank. Mm-hmm. The leading bank for business. Yeah, you know, but uh, I think we need more than a bank. Or maybe you just need to bank differently. I mean, Comerica's dedicated global solutions advisors help you do business across borders every step of the way. That would be helpful. Precisely. To grow across borders, move beyond basic banking and get the global business insight, experience, and guidance you need to thrive internationally. See how the leading bank for business can help at Comerica.com slash global. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Lender. Comerica is first among the top 25 U.S. financial holding companies based on commercial and industrial loans outstanding as a percentage of assets as of March 31st, 2018. Hey, kids, have you ever wanted to run the bases like your favorite A's player? Well, here's your chance. Children ages 14 and under can come onto the field following most Sunday home games and race around the bases with A's mascot Stomper there to cheer them on. Make sure to pack your running shoes so you can show off your speed. Race Around the Bases is brought to you by the Oakland A's Community Fund. Let's pause for station identification right here on the A's radio network. 
860 AM, The Answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. You've heard from Fires. You've heard from Fegley. Coming up here soon, you're going to hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, and also Ramon Laureano, Laser Ramon, as he does it again with another fabulous catch. Let's go to Luke in Fremont. Good evening, Luke. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, what an incredible night, man. I was at the ballpark uh, right before the game started, and, man, after seeing there is no teams in the dugout, I was pretty bummed, but uh, come to find out that there was an hour and a half delay, I was like, well, we might as well stick around for a couple innings. And uh, I think about the third inning, I was there, and I was saying, after one hit, I was like, after one hit, we can leave. And then after that, it just went inning by inning, and by the sixth or seventh inning, I was like, man, this is this is going to be something special. And after Ramon made that catch... I was. I knew it was going to happen, so I started recording the ninth inning, and it, it was just an incredible thing to see in person. No, oh yeah. I mean these these are these are moments why you're a baseball fan. I mean the, the stories inside the stories. You know, you think about Profar, how he's been struggling, what he meant tonight. You think about Ramon Laureano doing it again out in center field. You think about some of the plays that were made in the infield. You think about Mike Fire's struggles, not happy with what's going on, and then saying to teammates, hey, man, I'm going to go on a run here. Talking about coming off a brutal road trip and getting a win like this where everybody now is completely energized. Well, how do they take this energy? Do they bring this to the ballpark tomorrow? And do they bring it again on Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday and get on a run and start playing the way we know they can play? Yeah, uh, I was I was last year, I forget if it was last year or two years ago, I was at the J.D. Martinez four home run game down in L.A. And uh, and this is the second big baseball moment that I've seen. And after seeing what the A's could have accomplished last year, I think this is really something that will propel them into a nice win streak. Maybe we, we just start winning a couple of series, win two out of three the next month and get back into plus 500 territory and make a run at the playoffs. We have the we have the right tools. We have the right players to do it. Um, I think now is a great turning point. Thank you very much, Luke. Let's go to Scott in Oakland. Scott, you want to talk about the no hitter? Hey, John, I guess your boy Scott from the scoreboard. Hey, I wanted to say here's my headline: Mike Fires second A's no hitter as A's turn the lights out on the Reds. Man, what <laughs> an amazing, an amazing night! It was. Teacher night. I'm a teacher. Got to celebrate that. Got to work the scoreboard. Got to see uh, Dick Callahan, the great announcer, a thousandth game. How special was that? Um, and then the crazy little fluke. I thought maybe uh, Winker could have had a hit, and they didn't call that. They called it an error, which that's probably the right call, but just the little thing, the light, all of it, the amazing catch by Profar, and people have already talked about Loriano. Loriano. And just all of it, it adds up. It's just an amazing, amazing night that, you know, I can't believe I was actually watching people walk away from. What an amazing night. And if you were there, you were really lucky to be there. How are you feeling, Tommy? Yeah. I, I, how many people left this game tonight 
and are going to just be kicking themselves that they left the game because of the lights, because it was going to take a long time. I mean, obviously right now it's 12.04, but how many people do you think are going to kick themselves because they left early and they missed a no-hitter? Oh, they're kicking themselves. I mean, think about it. How long has baseball been around? About 150 years? There's been 300 regular season and postseason. We've seen two in the last two years, and Fires himself has thrown two out of those 300. That's incredible. That's amazing. And we got to see it, and I'm just, I'm really excited for the A's organization. Uh, Really excited for this moment, and uh, I hope it continues. We got a long way to go. We're not. We're not even a quarter away through this season. It's time to start picking it up, Tony. Go get him, baby. Congrats on your new gig. Love thanks, it, baby. Thanks, buddy. I always appreciate it. Yeah. How do you build off this momentum? And it's tough to say momentum from just one game, but after what you just went through on the road for for and going one and eight, yeah. And the whole momentum's the next day's pitcher. Well, now that guys don't throw uh, complete games and guys don't go deep in games, I don't even know if that old adage is true anymore. Too many guys five and dive. I don't see that as the big momentum. But what fires gave you, to me, it's more than just it's ejected, ejected life into the spirit of this team again, right? That's what they needed. They needed a shot. They needed something to get them going, to get them out of the funk. Is this it? Is this the shot that they needed that will turn it around? Let's go to Steve in San Diego. Steve, you want to talk about this no-no. Yeah, I I watched it on MLB.TV, as I always do, overlaying your radio broadcast. Uh, um, I I love Dallas Braden. I saw his no-no in person on May 9th on Mother's Day in 2010, but I'm sorry, just like some other great sports figures before him, like Bill Walsh, they just don't quite have the voice for it. Sorry, Dallas. Uh, you're a great pitcher, and I was a big fan of you as a player. But I'd take Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, and you, Townie, any day. And having Fossey on tonight was a real benefit. Uh, special, special night. Uh, I watched uh, all of Manias on TV last year. Um, was too young, really, to hear catfishes. Or now that I'm in San Diego, having adopted the Padres as my National League team, I uh, was too young to see Doc Ellis no hit him on LSD in 1970, but and of course the Padres have never thrown one. But in 2001, I attended two no hitters against the Padres: AJ Burnett with the Marlins in May, Bud Smith with the Cardinals in September. But none of those touch Manias or Fires in my heart. And having seen Braden's perfecto in person with him hugging his grandmother at the end, and I think you're dead right. The, the emotion that can come out of these kinds of events, you know, they say. You know, you get hitterish because you get contagious from hitting. I think the pitchers are all going to step up now, and, and the A's are going to find the right mix. They're not there yet. I'm sure Dave and Billy are going to find the right mix of pitchers to get in there to bring us up at least into that same wild card contention again, and maybe we'll get lucky and not play on the road this year. No, and, and, and Steve, appreciate the phone call away from San Diego and just watching what this team does from here. You know, we know they we know they, they, they traditionally struggle early and they get hot in June. Why not get hot in May? <laughs> Why not get hot in May? Get hot now. Start playing better now. And start having starting pitching giving you better outings, starting with Mike Fires. Because they know they're gonna pitch better at home. So make it happen at home. Make it happen this homestand. 
The number is 510-897-1322. Mike Fires. He's just the eighth pitcher in Major League Baseball history to throw a no-no with multiple teams. Absolutely fabulous. We continue to talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show on the A's Radio Network. We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just to BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov slash BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov slash BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. As powerful as the Lexus RX. As many safety features as the RX. With an interior just as refined as the RX. If they're talking about you, you must be doing something right. Experience the Lexus RX, the leading luxury SUV of all time. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Based on manufacturer's published data May 3rd, 2018. If you're a baseball fan and a parent, you've probably had to explain to your kid that a 2-2 count isn't something a ballerina wears. As a parent or even a sibling, you may have also had to explain that a makeup game doesn't involve lipstick or mascara. But as a parent and an A's fan, we do hope you know about our new A's stomping ground. This awesome space is open and waiting for you. From awesome new games for kids to interactive activities, the A's Stomping Ground is right for you and your family. So the next time the kids want to know what a sandwich pick is or who got that 2-2 pitch, you will know it's time to go to a ball game and visit the A's Stomping Ground, a free area in right field for kids and families. Visit athletics.com slash stomping ground to learn more today. That's athletics.com slash stomping ground. I'm going to try and get to all your calls at 510-897-1322 because on a historic night, we know you want to talk about it. And how about May for the A's in their history? May 7th, fires no-no. May 8th, catfish perfect game. May 9th, Dallas Braden perfect game. Something about early May. (laughs) Unbelievable. Ben from Pleasant Hill, you want to talk about fires in the no-no. Yeah, Townie, yeah, it was, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, the fact that, you know, we didn't even know if the game was, was going to get played. I mean, that was, you know, we're all just kind of waiting there, and you were coming on with the announcements and, and all that, and I appreciate you doing that, keeping us in the loop. Um, but, and then just to just to kind of see it happen, inning after inning, and there were a couple, there was a caller a few callers ago that said, you know, there were people that left, and, there was a buddy I, I sit with up in the up in the bleachers, and he said, ah, "I might stick around for first pitch." And then they said, "You know, eight forty-five, and he just took off." So I can't imagine how uh, how he's feeling right now. But but it was so cool to see, and like you said, it's some it's something we'll never forget. And he was just he was just on tonight. Well, I can tell you this: there's only been three times I've been on PA, and the A's have won all three times. 
Well, hey, I guess you're a good luck charm for it. <laughs> well, I don't uh, get credit for this game because I was just helping out for uh, right. for, for, yeah. for Dick Callahan and his great moment. But uh, anytime my voice has been heard throughout the stadium, the Athletics are 3-0. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. Let's go to Joseph from Hayward. Joseph, you want to talk a little defense? County, my God, who saw this coming? I tell you what, nobody did. Not any A's fan saw this coming. This is one heck of a game. Me and my wife, we sit over there in right field bleachers, and when Loriano made that catch, I, it was like he was a monkey climbing a tree. I couldn't believe he made that catch. Then for Profar to make the hell of a catch that he did, that shows that this A's stands behind each and every player on the team. From the pitcher all the way down to our switch hitters, we encourage each other. We push each other forward. We're going to take this. We're going to take this team all the way this year. No matter what, we have to believe in the team. We have to make sure that we stand by our team. Fires doing what he did on the mound. I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. We were there for Manaya's no hitter, and then for us to be here for Fires no hitter in my lifetime. This is the second no hitter I actually was able to see from the A's, and it was unbelievable. I love the A's. we got to keep on rooting for this team, keep pushing them forward. Absolutely love it. Thank you for the phone call. Let's go to Glenn in San Ramon. Good evening, Glenn. Glenn, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Sorry. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, Tony, you were talking earlier about uh, how you never know what's going to happen in a baseball game, and um, you know, I've been around enough years to have uh, uh, been able to have seen some historical moments, including tonight at the ballpark. And uh, uh, you're right. I mean, you just you just never know. I mean, I, I uh, I'm how old am I now? Fifty eight. Um, I saw my first no hitter last year with Manaya, and then again tonight. Um, I actually kept score at the game uh, tonight, and um, uh, I, I was curious about. One one thing I wasn't listening to broadcasts at the game, but that play with Chapman in the air, I wrote it down as a, as a base hit at first. Um, how controversial was that? Was there much discussion about that should have been a hit or should have been an error? To me, it could have gone either way. Uh, talking with Ken Korak after the game about it, there's a lot of people that believe in baseball that the first hit should be a clean hit in the game. Uh, to me, it was a tough air because uh, of the bat. It, it was a rough hop that came up on him. He was moving to his left, and, I, 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 you know, I'm not going to fight for it either way, but I think now that we look at it, the fact that it helps get a no-hitter, that Matt Chapman will easily take that air to help Mike Fires get the no-hitter. Right, right. And, and you know, looking at my scorecard, um, I, I don't know if, if, if uh, people were talking about this, but... Chapman made that error. Chapman struck out four times tonight, and I'm sure he's, he's feeling great in the clubhouse. But uh, I, you know, I thought I thought that was kind of ironic, I and mean, that's another example. You never know what happens in baseball. Yeah, I mean, just just think of and that, and we talk with Dave Feldman about that. I, the, the responsibility that you have as an official scorer, you change lives. 
Mike Fires throwing a second no-hitter changes his legacy, changes I mean, it changes a lot about his career. He's now historic. He's just the eighth pitcher with a no-no with multiple teams. I mean, and, and, and just each individual time you're scoring something that's that close, and even though when Jim Young was doing that in the fourth inning, none of us knew that it would lead to whether it would be a no-hitter or not. So you right, just right. never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I get that thing about, uh, you know, the first hit has to be clean. And But, you know, you wonder if, if we still had Danny Valencia playing third, <laughs> would that have been scored in error? I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of the, these baseball things. It, it feeds into sort of the, the mystique of baseball. Hey, appreciate the phone call, Glenn. We got a lot of calls coming in. I want to get to everybody. Let's go to Pete in San Jose. Go ahead, Pete. You're on the A's Clubhouse show. Well, it's good to talk with you. I, I wanted to make a comment. I was at uh, Dallas Braden's uh, perfect game and this one. And I think it's it's something needs to be said about Joe Madden, who is the manager of the, of the Tampa Bay Rays uh, when Dallas threw his perfect game. And he said when the seventh inning came, from the seventh inning on, he said that the game of baseball mattered more than the game they were playing. And he told his team that, uh, they were not to bunt, and he was not going to make any changes. He said if uh, if Dallas was going to get a perfect game or a no-hitter, it was going to be for the, the lineup. But I always respected Madden for that. I noticed that the Reds manager pinch hit, which is neither here nor there, but I think at a certain point the game of baseball becomes more important than the game you're playing. I think, I think that's what we saw tonight especially with all the ace players, you would have thought that each player, whether they were on the bench or on the field, had actually thrown that no-hitter because they were so happy. And I wanted to make that comment about Madden and the, the game of baseball versus the game that they were playing. That's interesting. Appreciate it, Pete. Yeah, and, and to watch, once again, to watch how they reacted, and you always see this with no-nos, but this team needed, this, this team needed something positive. This team needed – they needed a win, but they needed, you know, whether it was blowing somebody out, but, but but tonight brings you back together because tonight was a team – it was a truly a team effort. So many guys were a part of this historic event. That brings people together. We're dealing with human beings, not robots. And hopefully this joy that was injected back to the team – carries on as we go forward let's go to owen in redwood city owen you're on the a's clubhouse show hey county uh first time caller love the show uh congrats on the gig by the way yeah i just wanted to give a call um i was actually at school when the game started and uh, i called up my brother you know we're A's access members um you know today was free parking we drove out there and you know we saw a bunch of fans leaving we're like oh you know what's going on um and you know we knew at the time you know it was no hitter you know knock on wood you know it would still continue um, but, you know, just being there with the fans, you know, it's, it's amazing. Even though, you know, it's not a packed house every single night, you know, the fans bring it. Um, you know, we try to be loud for the players. Um, and, you know, the fans were loud out there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, you know, just to be able to be out there in the atmosphere. Um, and, you know, obviously great great win. And then congrats to Mike Fires on the no-hitter. Yeah, and that's what's one of the phenomenal things about A's access is you could be like, hey, you want to go to the game? Yeah, let's go to the game. It's just you can go anytime you want. Anytime you want, you can come to the ballpark. Right, yeah, you know, it's amazing. You know, uh, we're on the 24-game uh, pick-and-plan, 
Um, you know, we have game. You know, we have tickets for tomorrow's game, but you know, spur of the moment, you know, I was able to get out of class early, and you know, we were able to go to the game, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, anything can happen at a ballpark, and especially with the A's. No doubt. Thank you so much. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We're going to take your phone calls. You're going to hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. That's all coming up after this historic night again at the Coliseum. A no-hitter for Mike Fires. A's win 2-zip. We talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Want to take your fandom to the next level? Xfinity is the place for the ultimate sports experience. With Xfinity X1, you can track multiple games and leagues at once while watching another game live. And finding everything on your TV is faster with the X1 voice remote. Get instant access to your favorite teams, athletes, and the latest news and stats with the sound of your voice. Just say, show me sports or show me baseball scores, and it's all right there. You can even watch games on any screen with the Xfinity Stream app so you never miss the action. Stream at home with the best Wi-Fi experience or on the go with access to millions of Wi-Fi hotspots nationwide. Plus, get even more with out-of-market packages like MLB Extra Innings so you can catch your hometown team no matter where you live. Switch to Xfinity and experience sports like never before. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service. Not available in all areas. May 10th is 510 Day, in honor of the area code that defines our community. And no one represents the 510 more than the A's. 510 Day. On May 10th, we celebrate our community and our heroes in true Oakland fashion. With unique in-ballpark activations, visits from some of our area's influential personalities, and a post-game fireworks show themed to the music of East Bay hip-hop, presented by Cal State East Bay. In honor of this special day for the 510, the A's are proud to offer special $5 tickets and $10 prepaid parking passes. That's right, $5 view-level tickets for this special Friday night against the Indians. 510 day. 510 day. Don't miss out on this special night as we honor the 510. Grab your tickets today and join us for this special fireworks celebration by going to athletics.com slash 510 day while supplies last athletics.com slash 510 day fires forced 11 fly ball outs nine grind out nine ground outs and six strikeouts pretty amazing andrea i'm sure you have some astrology for us on mike fires Yes, I sure do. Um, Mike Fires is a Gemini born June 15, 1985. And curiously, Tim Lincecum is June 15, 1984. But, uh, you know, really, the planets aligned, and this was really powerful. And as you were saying about the consecutive no-hitters in May, I just saw on Twitter that when Fires struck out, the last batter, the third baseman swinging, that was the same third baseman swinging out he got when he pitched his first no-hitter. So there's some interesting trivia there. But basically, you know, you never know. I mean, it was, you know, lights out, and then he ended up pitching lights out. 
And I think it was just really inspiring. Gemini has that um, adaptable, flexible energy. They're very changeable and lighthearted. So I didn't really worry about the delay, and I'm glad that Bob Melvin let him pitch, you know, beyond the 130 pitches, and, you know, it all turned out. Yes, it did. It was a, it was a phenomenal night, and we always appreciate your phone call. I got so many people that I yes, have to get yes. to. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go yes. to... Owen in Redwood City. Owen, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Owen, are you there? The card came up and uh, said that somebody uh, uh, called in and said that. Now your phone's breaking up. Ray in Livermore, you were at the game tonight. Tell us about your experience. County, what's going on, man? We're living the dream. Oh, man. So, you know, I'm kind of involved in the games. So I really don't pay attention. I'm not a scoreboard watcher. So, I didn't know anything was going on until, like, the fifth inning. I looked up at the fifth inning to the scoreboard. It's like, oh, man, Mikey's got a no-hitter going. And then he pulls it off. It's like, you might have to feel, what are the odds of a team like this having back-to-back years with you know, no-hitters? That doesn't happen very often. I mean, that's got to be – Rare, isn't it? Yeah, these are there's 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 only been three hundred thrown in the history of the game. I mean, I am I am stoked. I mean, it's just to see Mike come in the last three or four and pitch tonight the way he's capable of and what this can do for the rest of the team, get him motivated, get him going. Um, I think Matt Olson back is gonna make a huge difference because now when um, Davis comes back, you have somebody to protect him in the lineup. And uh, if, if we can get the team rolling and pitch it away to split the pitcher, I think we'll be okay. I think we set a bad streak. I think we can get this thing rolling here in a minute. Well, thank you, Ray. We always appreciate it. You have a safe ride home. Yeah, I mean, we want to see this team, the momentum just from this game, start to get this team back in the right direction. Get this ship turned around in the right direction. Matt from San Jose, you got to see your first no-no tonight. I did, Uncle Tony, and it was amazing. I got to tell you, back during Dallas's no-no in May, my buddy calls me and said, hey, I got tickets. You want to go? I'm like, I can't. I'm out of town. Missed it. Last year, Manaya's no-no. Me and my wife were talking about going. We just got out of the movies. Like, eh, I'm kind of tired. I'll go home, take a nap, figure it out. Didn't go. Missed it. Watched it at home. I told myself for that day, I am tired of missing these things. If I ever plan on going to a game and I have the means, I'm just going to go because I don't want to miss it because you never know what can happen. Today, I tell my wife, hey, she's a teacher. It's teacher's night out. Let's go check it out. She's like, okay. So we go. The delay happens. She's like, oh, I got to get up earlier for work tomorrow. I'm like, I'll tell you what. We're already here. As soon as the Reds get their first hit, usually we don't leave any earlier than the seventh inning stretch, but this one, like, as soon as the Reds get their first hit, we'll bounce out of here, you know, and call it good and uh, continue with our night. Sure enough, boom, one, two, three. I'm like, wow, he's, he's actually, you know, pitching pretty good. He got through the lineup good. He's dealing. I'm like, wow. And then you see the magical defensive plays that every no-no has. And my wife is just sitting there and just saying, come on, since you give me one freaking hit so I can get out of here. And I'm just, oh, my God, it's happening. It's happening. And I'm a scoreboard keeper. I keep score at every game I go to. And – I can now. I'm so stoked because after that last that strikeout, 
I got to put a final K on my scoreboard. I looked at it, and it looked beautiful with all those zeros. No runs, no hits, one pitcher. It was amazing. I'd never been so emotional at a game. It's the greatest game I've ever been to. I've been going to games my whole life. I love it. I, I was at a loss for it. I just took a sit. I, I sat on the stairs of the stadium and just soaked it in. I'm like, this is amazing. I, I finally saw my first no-no in person and got to score it. So I kept the scoreboard. I'm going to frame it with a picture of fires in a celebration and, and find a way to get a ticket stub. And it, it was amazing. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, and hopefully you can get fires to sign it, and that's something that you can have. And 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 just bravo for you for staying. It would have been easy to leave tonight, but because you didn't leave, you were rewarded. Oh, it, uh, I don't know what to say, Town, Uncle Tony. It, it was amazing. It's great. I got to get that thing signed by him somehow because it was. Oh, uh, I'll tweet you a picture. I've never been so happy at the end of a game. And we oh, that's so awesome stuff. Yeah. All right. Oh, Congratulations. Nice you have a great night. And let's go to uh, Deanza John. Good evening, Deanza John. Hello, neighbor. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I just uh, drove by the park where you're at, and I'm just heading home. I was at uh, work tonight at Deanza College. I needed to get to a place on Lincoln to watch the ninth inning, and I saw it, reminded me, I'm a lifelong fan, reminded me of April of 1986 when I was there for Catfish against the Twins, and I thought, I got a call, it's been a long time, because I know you and I are neighbors in Willow Glen. Oh, nice. And uh, it's been a while since I've called you, but I it, what a historic night. Uh, Bowmel had mentioned, and I didn't know that, that MLB wanted to get this thing going before 9 o'clock. If not, you think there would have been a no game? I mean, it's kind of funny how this whole thing transpired at 8.45 first pitch, and it was a quick one, I think a two-hour and 25-minute contest. Uh, Do you have any uh, light on the subject that they had to get it in before 9 or – uh, I I can ask Dave Renetti tomorrow about that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just you know we 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 knew at like eight o'clock they were going to talk about it, and there was potential that they don't get it in, and that it would be a doubleheader on Thursday. But I think they knew at some point the Reds and the A's knew that the lights were going to start coming back on. And so, but we'll, we'll find out more information. We didn't have a ton of, of information tonight, but thank God they played this game tonight. Gotta love it. Listen, I know you got a lot of callers, a couple of people that you and I know. Sam Peraro says hello, and Scotty Hurdler says hello, and we love you. Thank you so much, DeAnza John. Yeah, that's my old head coach at San Jose State, my old pitching coach, Sammy P. and Scott Hurdler. Okay, we are going to hear from Bob Melvin finally next. What a night it has been here at the Coliseum. Another historic night for this great franchise right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. One-two pitch, and that's a swing and a miss. Strikeout number one. 
Baseball is here, and the Ray Morgan Company is a proud sponsor of A's Baseball and the game's strikeout counter. For the past 62 years, the Ray Morgan Company has been helping business process documents more efficiently. If your team needs best-in-class multifunctional printers, output security software, or electronic records management solutions, the Ray Morgan Company is your go-to player. Visit the Ray Morgan Company at raymorgan.com. This is a story about doers. It's also a story about possibilities and doing good with science, technology, engineering, and math. Just say STEM. Right. That's Dr. Laura Bottomley. She's mentoring a new generation of doers to use STEM to do good. It's learning by doing. Laura's inspiration knows no bounds. And the fact is, students can do remarkable things with STEM. And with support from parents, teachers, and businesses like Chevron. All of us, really. This generation may change the world. Chevron, inspiring future doers to use STEM for the good of us all. By now, you've probably heard us talk about A's Access Enough. So we've decided to let you hear what our fans have said about it. Jason on Twitter said, Straight up, the Athletics Access Pass is the best deal in the Bay. Half off all food and drink at the Coliseum? That's how you take care of your fans. Dan added, The Athletics are really doing something special, and I can't stop telling everybody about it. And Richard said, Love the new A's Access Pass. Really a great deal. Everyone, look into it if you haven't already. We couldn't have said it better ourselves. Packages start at $240 and are the best way to enjoy the A's all season long. Head to athletics.com slash access today or call us at 510-638-GO-A's. That's 510-638-4627. 510-638-GO-A's. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the skipper, Bob Melvin, with the media after this no-no. How do you describe this, this the night in overall and just the what fires? I, it, was, for, it was a great night, obviously, for him, obviously for our team, for fans, everyone who wants to see a no-hitter. It was no fun for me once he got past 120 pitches, I promise you that. But you know what? He deserved it. Um, you know, even after the walks... His stuff still looked good after that. I, I really didn't plan on, you know, after the seventh, thinking he had enough pitches to, to get through that game. I broke every rule in the book and told him after the seventh, no more base runners. So he knew if he gave up a base runner, he was coming out of the game. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Probably seems like there's always one big play made in, in these things and yeah. in the sixth inning. Profar and Loriano at the same yeah. back to back. I mean, how? What would you? Yeah, very on? rarely do you see a, a game, you know, a no hitter or a perfect game without something dramatic in the field. And you know, Profar was, was kind of the hors d'oeuvre, and then for Loriano to take it back, that's a run there. So um, you know, we've seen Loriano do it before, and and it was hit. You knew it was hit pretty good here at night. You got to hit it really good to get it out there. But when he started tracking it, you have a good feeling that if it you know, if it's only a foot or two over the fence, he may come up with it, and he, he certainly did. Bob, you referenced the pitch count. Also, yeah. I mean, it, it's a one nothing game for most of the night. No kidding. <laughs> how, how close were you to uh, taking him out? Well, very, and Profar's home run probably gave him the no-hitter more than anything else, you know, to give him that second run. Uh, give him the second run where he could give up a base runner, we could give up a home run, we could still bring somebody in. So there are a lot of things that had to happen for that you know, no hitter to happen, and it, it did beautifully. 
you know, the last time we saw fires here, I think, was the Toronto game where he they went nine for 18 against him, and then he had a couple of rough starts. It looked like he started to get better on the road. In Boston, he did, yeah. But what what do you see as the difference for him now? I mean, what what's come together? Obviously, besides the you know the incredible game tonight, what's come? What's gotten better for him? You know what? He's he's using all his pitches. I think a little more effectively for me. He's he's using a little slider now that's been effective. Something that goes side to side. He's usually more up and down than anything else. He's throwing some good changeup. Shoot, he throws Votto a three-one changeup there with 120 pitches. Um, you know, and ends up getting him out. So he, he was relying on all his pitches. He was tough to think along with and, and was really good about pitching up and down like he normally does. Bob, just given the road trip you guys just had, how, how, I guess, uplifting can something like this be? Yeah, I think guys were past that. We got home. We had an off day. Everybody wanted to just forget that. That was just a miserable road trip for us. So I think, you know, everybody came in with, let's just put that behind us and, and start a fresh we've been playing pretty well at home and you know this guy's pitched first game of the, of the year for us so he's our number one guy and he, he certainly showed it tonight well what was Mike, during the delay what was mike doing did you what was he doing in the club how, how he's not one of these guys that takes forever to get ready so you know he was he was just sitting in there waiting to hear a a start time as everybody was so we knew we'd go out there at eight o'clock see how you know, the lights where I've seen the lights out in left field before I knew it'd be fine. We just want to make sure the other team was okay with it. And obviously we're lucky to get it in. It's now two hitter, uh, two no hitters in two years for you guys at this ballpark. Yeah. How do you explain or uh, what, how do you put that into words? Good pitching. And, you know, obviously the ballpark sometimes it helps a little bit. I mean, you know, you can get the ball out over the plate and get fly balls to you know, part of the park, and you really have to square them up to, to get them out. Now, these guys hit some homers, but, you know, it, it's just great pitch games. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. And then how much can this, something like this, kind of ignite the team and Mike Fires? I know he's pitched better recently, but yeah. just kind of spark him and give him some momentum. You know what, I it, for me, it's it's really neither of anything. It's, it's all about history, and you throw a no-hitter, it's historical in baseball, and I think it really doesn't need to go any farther than that as far as how we've been playing, how we expect to play after that. Let's just kind of enjoy the moment in his, his night. Is Chris Davis okay? I know he got scratched today. Yeah, you know what? He was taking batting practice today. Just just looked like he was fighting through it a little bit. You know, he'll either be in tomorrow or the next day, I'm pretty sure. But I, I just wasn't comfortable with his swings. And one of the reasons we kept, you know, Kendry's is here is to be able to DH too. He's got a pretty good knack for that as well. With the delay, it was so long. Was there any chance the game was going to get called at all? You know what? I think it, it, the MLB didn't want it to start past 9 o'clock. So we wanted to make sure at 8 o'clock everybody was comfortable with the lighting. Everybody was, and we gave the pitchers enough time to get ready. No, there you go. MLB wanted to start. They got it in, and we got a no-no. And what happens tomorrow night? Nobody knows, and that's why you show up. And the matchup is very interesting. Brett Anderson against Sonny Gray. Anderson 4-2 and two with a 3.89 ERA. Sonny Gray 0-4 with a 3.89 ERA. Game 2 of this three-game set, 7.07 first pitch on 8.60 a.m. The Answer. And then on Sports 1140 KHDK in Sacramento, Northern California, the Valley. And then, of course, you can always hear it on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. A no-no tonight, a historic night. Dick Callahan's 1,000th game here as the PA announcer. 
The lights weren't great, but we got this thing in, and it was special all around. It's a moment I will never forget. It's a moment you'll never forget. And hopefully we'll see some more history here tomorrow. I'll get you ready for A's baseball with A's total access at 6.05. Once again, first pitch, 7.07. A no-no tonight. It was beautiful. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the A's Radio Network. Are you looking for accommodations for your next trip to Oakland? A's fans coming from out of town are always welcome at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms. Enjoy delicious food and beverage offerings, including local craft beer and premium wines at Diamond's Sports Bar, the hotel's full-service restaurant and lounge. To find out more about rates and amenities, visit the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport's website at www.hioaklandairport.com. Playing in Hero Town? It's only fitting to get your group together to reserve the Budweiser Hero Deck. Located next to the right field foul pole, this awesome new space can hold around 100 people and a bunch of home run balls. With an all-inclusive buffet, now is the time to be the hero of your friends and colleagues by grabbing tickets and a cold one for a great day at the ballpark. For more information about the Budweiser Hero Deck, visit athletics.com slash premium today. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.